Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello and welcome to Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. This is Blaze and I am super excited to talk with you today about motivation. And I know I talk about this a lot, but I think about it a lot. I think a lot about how I can choose to be happy with what I have to do or what I want to do or what I'm learning to do or how I can choose to be overwhelmed by it or choose to be swept away in the gazillion tasks that come up that I think take precedence over something that I've chosen. And I know this is something that humanity struggles with. We all have great ambitions for ourselves about what we think we can accomplish in a day and what we think we could accomplish in a year. And it's interesting because I think we can really underestimate how much can happen in a year, but we overestimate what we can do in a day. And it ends up looking like us scrambling with these giant lists of things to do every day and not necessarily choosing the ones that would get us closer to our goals. And sometimes this happens because we don't have an overarching giant ambition that we want to get done, or we're not clear about which one's the most important. So I guess that's a good place to start. But if you do know where you want to go, say it's that you want to, you know, make your bedroom beautiful. I would love to make my bedroom beautiful. There's probably a list of tasks that will get you closer to that result that you can choose to get done first rather than spending time cleaning other rooms or, you know, working on other things that don't get you closer to that goal. It's a silly example, but sometimes it's what you want to do. So how can we find ways to like stop the procrastination or make clearer, cleaner choices about what we're going to do and how can we make ourselves feel better about it? Because I don't know about you, but there can be a lot of talk in my head about what is right, what I should be doing, how others might perceive what I'm doing, what's more important, and then debating it. I even debate it with myself. Which of these tasks is more important? What would, you know, make life better? What would make you know, my kid happier, my husband happier, or just, you know, keep us in food and comfort and the bills paid and all that stuff. So (laughs) we have to really get on ourselves to get through that fog and decide in advance. And this is the important thing, deciding in advance where the line is and what is the question you're going to ask yourself about each thing that comes up that could be done, should be done, has to be done, wants to be done and ask, is this going to move me closer to my goal or farther away, or is it irrelevant? And you have to answer that question and then just move forward and do it. And I spend a lot of time planning tasks, but I'm getting much better at it because I've decided to make it a practice to ask the question, is this going to get me closer to where I want to go at the end of the day, the week, the month, the year? And if the answer is yes, then I'm aiming to do it as fast as possible. 
And I used to say, okay, great, I'll put it on this other like master list of things to do. So if you're one of those people that has like the list of, you know, home chores and work stuff, and then you have like another list that's like, right, this is one more important. This goes in the master goal. And then just let it sit there. <laughs> and I've done that. And it can be crushing because then you just watch the list accumulate more things. And then you get confused because the master list has so many things on it, which is the most important one to do. And I hate to see people get overwhelmed with this. It's such a frustrating thing, but it doesn't have to be that way. So the question that you ask is, is this task going to get me closer to the goal? And is it the most relevant one right now? So I guess when you first start, or at least when I first started, I had to go through and see the list for days and rearrange it. That was part of my process <laughs> to go, okay, which thing on this list of business tasks might actually get me closer to having a program? Which thing on this list of tasks might help me actually help people? And for a while, I couldn't actually answer the question and I didn't know which would get me closer to helping people. So I'd be like, oh, is it having an email list? Is it sending this message? Is it recording a podcast? Is it, you know, refining the course? Is it looking for people to be in the course? Can I talk about that yet? You know, like all of these things <laughs> would come up and they'd be in my head and it would make it really hard to start to move forward. But over time and practice, I was able to just back away and say, okay, what's stopping me from taking action on any of these? Why am I living in the land of confusion? And, you know, raise your hand if you live in the land of confusion, because that's, it's easy to do these days. There is so much demand on just everyone to be, you know, the best person at cooking, at cleaning, at having your house, at having your job, the best driver, the best dressed person. We have a lot of things taking up so much space in our little human brains. And we only have so much energy to put into these questions. We call it decision fatigue. And what shocked me, but totally makes sense because I, I feel it deep in my bones, is that we run out of energy to make decisions incredibly fast in the day. Like after 10 decisions, you're pretty much done. You're like, yep, that was enough decisions for today. And now I don't even know what I want to turn on on TV. It is overwhelming to see the list of things that I recorded and choose which one I could just sit here and stare at for an hour. How sad is that? <laughs> So what you need to do to help yourself, to help your brain, to get out of that trouble is to start removing things from your list of decisions. Just take the decisions away. So some of that for me has been building in routines because once you get used to doing something frequently enough, it stops being a decision and it just becomes the thing that you do. Now, I know that this, this particular one, we've talked about breakfasts before on the podcast, I don't know that it's necessarily the most healthy choice I could make, and I'm willing to admit it. I almost every day have the same breakfast. And I know technically, you know, I could switch it up. It's probably better for my body to just get different nutrients in every once in a while. However, it takes the decision away and it makes it a little bit more automatic and on rote to get up, to make the breakfast, and to eat it. And I thought about it this morning. I was sitting down with my daughter on the edge of the bed. And I thought, you know what? I have these eggs and mushrooms and broccoli and peppers and onions, and I should really make a beautiful um, omelet. That would be so delicious. 
And I was like, yeah, that seems like a lot of effort. And then I went into that waffling decision-making thing of, oh God, do I make the omelet? Do I not make the omelet? And I thought, you know, I'm just going to chop up my fruit and have my yogurt and do the granola and chocolate chips because that's my life. And that's what I did. (laughs) And I thought, wait a minute, please. It's not actually harder. And in my mind, it was harder. I, (laughs) I thought it would be harder to make the omelet than it was to make the fruit breakfast. But the God's honest truth is it takes just as much time chopping fruit and sorting out the granola and putting it in bowls and washing things as it would to have just chopped up different vegetables, put them on the frying pan, and then put them in a bowl. It would not have taken any extra effort. But my perception of it said, that's really hard. I don't want to do it. My mind threw a little fit and said, well, I guess we could make it for lunch because in my mind, lunches are allowed to be more complicated. Welcome to my brain. <laughs> but I I know that this is really common, that if something isn't part of the routine, if we're not expecting it, if it's a new idea, it takes energy. It takes energy. It takes thought. It takes time. And that can send you away from spending that time and energy on something that might be moving you closer to your goal. So my current goals have nothing to do with eating a more varied breakfast. My goals have a lot to do with building value for my clients. So I want to spend a lot more time in my day working on that than I want to do chopping up mushrooms. My goals have a lot more to do with teaching my kid how to count to 120, which she did yesterday. I'm so proud. Then it has to do with figuring out what outfit to wear next. And so I try to take those decisions off of the table before the day begins. I'm not perfect at this. And actually I failed at it a lot, but it helps for me to put an outfit out the night before. So I just grab it and get dressed rather than have to pick something in the morning. And actually I've started to delegate it to my daughter. And I said, how about you help me pick what to wear so that I don't have to think about it. And it gets her so lit up because, you know, she's almost five. She wants to be a fashionista. This is like right in her wheelhouse. And it gives us a fun interaction. So I'm like, all right, win-win. I don't have to think about what I'm going to wear. I just wear what she tells me. I'm not going anywhere, so it doesn't matter what I end up looking like. I can just grab something off of the hanger and off we go. Now I don't have to spend energy in my life thinking about clothes. I can make that decision around you know, what's going to go in a Facebook ad or what's going to happen with mail that I have to send out. And I'd rather spend my energy and decisions there. And the last thing that I wanted to touch on talking about decision-making and being in my crazy brain today is about the feelings that we have about the decisions we're making. And working with my coach recently, we've been talking a lot about personal motivation and personal belief, and it's just dead on. And it's not something that I haven't known before. It's something I've been working on for years, but it's always nice to get the reminder that we get to choose our thoughts. We get to choose what we think. And when we choose those thoughts frequently enough, and we train ourselves to continue to move towards the thoughts that help us feel better, we actually start feeling better. When we feel better, we start, you know, making better decisions or making decisions that are in alignment with that feeling. So if you want to do something, find the people that feel good about doing that thing and think like them, act like them, hang out with them, ask them what's on their mind, because it makes it easier for you to believe that you are like that too. It's easier to mirror someone else who's already doing what you want. It's easier to feel a part of that energy when it's being modeled for you. And it's easier to be caught out when you're not in that energy. If you find people 
who are in it. They'll be able to point out to you, hey, you don't seem to actually be following through. Do you actually believe that you can do this? Because I believe you can. And man, that's so encouraging. So it's making the decision that you are good at learning new things or that you're enjoying the process of what you're doing. And I'm taking that to heart and deciding, you know, when I'm choosing to do dishes, I don't have to do dishes. I'm choosing to do them that I can enjoy that. And it seems so silly for such a small little action to make that switch in my brain to say, Hey, I'm going to choose to enjoy this right now. Instead of thinking, Ugh, I have to do dishes. This is so annoying. Why didn't anyone else do it? There's so many thoughts that come up, but I'm starting to just watch them happen and go, okay, these are what I'm thinking right now, but it's not the capital T truth. And it might be, but does it really matter? <laughs> what if I can take that moment and just enjoy the water, the soap, that my kitchen's getting clean, the sunlight coming through the window, maybe notice what my hands feel like, or notice the weight of a dish. Just enjoy that few moments rather than getting caught up in a crazy train in my head that actually is a lot of the time about blame, about how did these dishes get here? Come on, Blaze, you know how they got there. People ate food. I ate food and then put a dish on the counter. But the thought comes up like, how the hell did this happen? Where did this dish come from? Why is there so many? And you'd think, why would those thoughts come up? This happens every day. This isn't a new situation. Like anyone who exists has dishes in their kitchen. We know how they get there. And yet the thought comes up, how did this happen? Why is this happening to me? And that's exactly when I jump in and say, whoa, 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 brain this didn't happen to me. It's just happening. It's okay. You can be upset about having to do the dishes, but you can choose to just be like, oh, it's time to do the dishes and just do them and not think anything about it. And then it doesn't take up your brain and energy anymore. So that is part of my brain training process this week is just noticing when I get caught up in a weird tendency to want to fling blame around for just random circumstances. There's dishes in my sink. You know, there's dirt on my floor. How did this happen? <laughs> Rather than getting upset about it, just realizing that is just something that happens. If you go outside, dirt will come inside. And then you get to choose if you care or not. If you want to clean it up, if you want to clean it up, why are you upset about it, Blaze? You don't need to be upset that there's dirt if you want to clean it up. And if you don't want to clean it up, you don't need to be upset about it either. You just go, meh, I don't care. Move on to something else. That, that is liberation. When you realize that you get to choose which thought you jump into and how you feel about that. And that's, I think, where I want to leave it today is to say, what could you choose that makes you feel empowered, that makes you feel in control of the situation, that makes you feel like you're choosing something for yourself that you get to enjoy, what choice or what thought can you think that makes you feel better? And how often can you continue to notice and choose that? Like if you notice that you get derailed and you're starting to get wound up or you're, there's like tightness in your chest or your fists are balling up and you suddenly realize like, whoa, wait, what's happening actually? Why am I upset? okay, I'm running five minutes late. Does that really require me to have all of the fury of being stung by hornets? Or can I just go, okay, I'm five minutes late. And in an hour tomorrow, five days from now, 
probably no one will care. Why do I have to care so much right now? And then just move on. That, mwah, it's wonderful. <laughs> so that, my friends, is my thoughts about decisions for today. I continually have more of them. I'm all about figuring out how our brains work and how these emotions like just come up and how they're tied together and how we ultimately really do have a choice. We can choose to be more aware and more present. And when we do, it opens up the possibility of deliberately choosing what we want to think and how we want to feel about that. So let's do it. I'm here for it. I hope you have a wonderful week and I look forward to seeing you next time. Till then, have a great one. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.